Robert Delis is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Mubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist. Welcome back to another 15 minutes with Finn. Guys, we did it. We just knocked off the best team in MLS. Arguably the best team in MLS. Philadelphia are pretty good as well. What what a fucking night it was. I don't I think like you most of us uh, went into this match expecting a thorough thrashing, right? But at the end of the day, the sheer quality of Griffin Dorsey's left foot has catapulted us out of last place in the West and back into playoff contention. Uh, we're 10 points out of a playoff spot. So let's like not really kid ourselves. It's probably not going to happen. But we got to see a lot of things last night, I think, that you guys and myself that we wanted to see. The first thing was that obviously LAFC were better. Stats-wise, they, they smoked us. If I'm an LAFC fan right now, I'm, I'm, I'm furious. But we beat you, plain and simple. Uh, huge shout-out to pro referees for the penalty kick. Right, You need to look at the monitor a little earlier. It's at the other end of the pitch. The whole fucking stadium saw it. Everybody saw it except for the guys that are supposed to see it. it I don't understand these, these officials. They're fucking horrible. They really are bad. Like This is to the point where it's, it's not like an investigation, but there needs to be some quality control because they are consistently awful week in and week out. And it's not like it's... It's an isolated incident. It's multiple teams all the time. But we were finally on the receiving end of a good call. Um, and also the Seren second yellow. That was a second yellow. He went in from behind. LAFC should have had more yellow cards. I think there was a lot of times where they pulled people down to stop our counters. They didn't get a, they didn't get a card. I think there was one time, I'm not sure who it was, but they went in from behind on one of our players. And it didn't look like he nicked the ball. He might have. But he went in from behind and there was no card. There was a foul. I, I thought there were some missed calls. But, yo, we fucking beat LAFC. So if you follow me on Twitter, you know last night was, uh, last night was fun. It was interesting. So let's, let's walk you through this. Okay, I probably should have done this last night while it was all fresh in my mind. But I was a bit tired from cleaning up broken glass. Because my car got broken into. And I'm not the only one. As we were walking back after the match, uh, I kept noticing broken windows on the ground. So the thieves were out in full fucking force last night. Let me just say that it, you're a piece of shit. Like, if you have to break into people's cars and steal... There was nothing in my car. Nothing was stolen. My son's backpack was rifled through, emptied out all over the grass. So he's missing part of his geometry homework. But they didn't take his AirPods. I had an old debit card in my, uh, my glove box. They didn't take that. There was nothing to steal. Why are you breaking the window of a, a 10-year-old car that has dents, holes in the bumper, and a crack in the windshield? Stupid fucking thieves. Absolute garbage human beings. But yeah, that sucked. And he, he asked me, he said, Dad, how come, the, why did it break into the cars with tint? And as we're walking back, I explained, because the tint is an adhesive and it holds everything together. It makes it easier to yank it out. And then as we got close to our car, I was looking and I go, man, you can see right through my tent. And then I realized they got me too. So 
what was a night on a budget turned into a fuck. I don't even know. I'll, I'll be at the the glass place this afternoon. I finagled a garbage bag up into the window this morning. Hopefully the gods hold the rain off and uh, it doesn't ruin the interior of my car because I don't have covered parking at work. So if it rains, my car will get wet, but there is a garbage bag in the window. Uh, thank you to Chris Scroggins. I think it was Scroggins from uh, Dynamo Faithful offering to help out. I really appreciate it, but I'm not that type of person. Never have been. Um, especially from strangers. I'll ask for help, but I, I have to know the person. So let's talk, let's talk about the game. Uh, we went to 8th Wonder beforehand, the first time we've been there. Really cool little spot, live music. My son goes, that music's loud. And I was like, dude, if we can talk, if we can hear each other, that music is not that loud. It's about, you're at a concert. It's supposed to be loud. So going into this with the lineup, uh, no Teenage, no Ache Ache, right? No Steris, who's been an offensive powerhouse the last month. The right-hand side, again, Corey Baird got the run out. So guys, again, we are undefeated, I think, in games he starts at home since June 7th. Corey Baird and Griffin Dorsey actually play pretty well together. That's not even a lie. I was impressed with how they, they hooked up and they linked up and the way they moved the ball up the pitch. We looked, <coughs> we looked surprisingly good last night without Teenage, without Hadebe, uh, without, shit, Teenage is Hadebe, without Ache Ache, we looked pretty good. If you'd have told me Baird and Memo were going to start uh, up top, I'd have been like, ooh. Or, you know, in the same in the same area. I'd have been a little concerned. But we went to see Gareth Bale. And he did not disappoint. We were both hoping he would score and we would still win. He probably scored, should have scored twice. Uh, man of the match for me? Fuck. Steve Clark, Bartlow, or Parker, I don't know who the game, the, the, the line save was. Clark played very well after the opening goal, which when he missed it, I said out loud, that's what happens when your goalkeeper is only 6-1. Because he is short for a keeper. That was a tough shot. Now, a six foot four guy, a Joe Willis, he probably saves that. But does it fucking matter? We won. We beat Gareth Bale. We beat Carlos Vela. We beat... Giorgio Chiellini, we beat Chirundolo, we beat the best team in the league. We beat the team that spent the most money this season. We haven't lost to LAFC this year, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like we drew with them on the road, or maybe it was at home. But anyway, Paulo Nagamora, uh, hopefully, I don't think he changed minds. I think some people are just so quick to, uh, to rush into a, a, a knee-jerk reaction that their minds aren't changed. But this is what we've been talking about. The fight has been there. The play has been there. The play has been better. We just have lacked finishing in the end, and we still do. Our right back should not be winning the game for us on a left-footed, it was a great shot by Dorsey, a left-footed shot into the upper left corner from outside the box or at the top of the box. But he is an offensive player in the past, and he's been converted. I still don't think... Dorsey and Baird should start on a team that wants to be in the playoffs. But I think they're starting to prove that together, they work better than Zeka and Thor, who's been hurt. And unfortunately, we looked better without Ache Ache. So now are we Ache Ache out? Are we Hector out? Start the hashtag. No, don't start the hashtag. So, yeah, it was, it was a really good night. It was a fantastic night with a shitty ending. 
you know, it's been a, it's been a pretty lean summer financially, as you all know with inflation. So we went up there and I was like, yo, we have this much money to spend. We're going to make it happen. Unfortunately, when I went to Eighth Wonder and I went to tip him a dollar, I hit zero. My fat finger hit zero two, two extra times. So I tipped him a hundred and then I had to refund it and I held up the whole line. But it's all good. We got it settled out. We got it straightened out. So at halftime, uh, you guys might know that, like, maybe you listened, but Mike Chabala's been on the show. I did about a 45-minute interview with Mike, and I've never met him in person. And I, I was walking back from the John, and I saw this dude with these muscular-ass legs and these tiny little shorts and this tight-ass T-shirt. And I was like, man, this guy is, like, super, super fucking confident. Turns around, it's Mike Chabala. So I went up, and I told my son, I said, hey, do you want to meet a former professional soccer player that in a way knows your father? And he goes, not really, I want to watch the game. So we watched the game at halftime, and we walked down. He was still there. So he said, talk to him, talk to him. And uh, I did. We went up, we talked to him, introduced myself. Uh, he thought, Jack, my son thought it was pretty cool, like, which is it's a nice little flex. Like, we're parents, we love impressing our kids. Like, we still do. I do. I think it was cool. He he enjoyed it. But then uh, Chabala asks, who's your favorite player? And the response was, he's on the bench for LAFC, Gareth Bale. And uh, then I reminded him we were Spurs fans, and he remember, you know, he said, that's right. And then I told my kid about the story where uh, Chabala inadvertently ended up as Frank Lampard's lifting partner in college. He didn't know it was Lampard. That's a pretty cool story. That episode was done, I think, at the beginning of season two or the end of season one. So if you want to go back and listen to it, it's called Mike Chabala. I also have dropped the ball meeting up with Mike. We were supposed to, uh, he's been asking me to help him start a podcast. This is going back to May and I've completely dropped the ball and I didn't, I was hoping he would have forgotten, but he did not. So my bad, I will connect with you, Mike. I apologize for dropping the ball, but we fucking beat LAFC. We beat LAFC. We won. We did it. Nobody thought we were going to win this game. I think the poll I put out was uh, what, like 55% of y'all said LAFC would win. Like 40% said the Dynamo would win. The rest said a draw. But it was, dude, it was a great match. It was entertaining. They are a good team. They are a good club. But we played with them. We didn't really park the bus until Seren got sent off, which he deserved to be. But we did it. We played an open game against the best club, maybe the second best club. Philadelphia is pretty good. The best club in MLS. Now we won. And if I'm not mistaken, that other club also lost. You know that club that plays uh, in, uh, in North, North Texas? Not Dallas, the other one. Yeah, they lost. So good. Uh, so they didn't gain any ground on LAFC because I don't want them to finish ahead of LAFC. You know, I was glad we beat them. However... I don't want them to uh, eclipse LAFC. I don't want to listen to their mouths. I just don't think they're very good. Especially not getting beat by Portland at home, 2-1. to one. I think you're starting to see the wear and tear on them anyway, but enough about those fucking dickheads. What else do I got to talk to you about? It was a very good night. Let's see. Oh, look at this. Poor guy had his bike stolen from the stadium rack. The thieves were out in full force last night. CB, CB Houston, Texas wrote, bike stolen from stadium rack. Dampen the mood after that great win. I, I feel you, man. It was it was shit. The fact that people uh, broke into people's cars, a lot of them. There's a lot, and a lot were by the stadium. 
as we were walking out on the other side of King's behind that building in that big parking lot, I saw about three uh, windows on the ground. So the thieves were out in full force last night. Apparently there's some really good crank or heroin going around, so they needed to get their quick fix. But it was scary for my kid, and this is not the first time it's happened. In the past, we went and watched Minnesota. We went, we went to Minnesota to watch Tottenham play AC Milan, and our hotel room got broken into, and they stole uh, an extra phone, but we got it back because they're so... Stupid thieves have a tendency to try and rob from me. These idiots in Minnesota stole the phone, couldn't get into it, and dropped it on the street. Somebody turned it in, and it came back to us in the mail, which was great because it's now the phone that my other son uses to watch his little videos. And when it dies, he gets very upset. So he was pretty upset, but uh, he wanted to sit next to me. And I was like, man, there's glass all over the seat. You got to sit in the back. But it was, it was, yeah, it was a shitty end of a good night, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like it, they didn't, I didn't get anything. Nothing was stolen. Nothing was lost. I'm just at a few hundred bucks for a window, which I'm not sure how much a window costs, but with inflation, I can imagine it's probably $1.2 million. So... I'm happy, man. I'm still happy. It's hard to be upset even even with everything that happened because we have needed this. I said against, uh, was it Colorado? Whoever we came, we scored. We scored and we tied the game. That was a situation where the gods owed us, the soccer gods owed us. And last night, we were owed one from pro referees and we got one, but I think it was a handball. There are some people that say it wasn't. I think it was, you know, and so did pro referees, but we know that they're wrong quite a bit. So take that for what it's worth. What else? Big Daddy Ted was there. Ted Siegel was in the house to see his star-studded Houston Dynamo fucking swat away LAFC. Send them back to Hollywood with their tails between their legs. God, Gareth Bale's phenomenal, isn't he? He's fucking good. I love how as soon as he got on, they gave him the ball. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see him play. And this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for us because... He's probably not coming back. After the World Cup, I can imagine he retires to a nice golf course somewhere in England, Wales, or Scotland. And we never hear from Gareth Bale again, aside from uh, the occasional cool tweet. But I can't, I can't complain about last night. Steve Clark showed heart. The back line played well. Uh, hell, Fafa did some things that were impressive. He did something, and I was just like, why can't you have done that your whole career? Also, big shout out to the stadium staff that decided to stand right in the fucking middle of everybody's way the last 20 minutes of the match. There were three ladies that did this and one was in my section. I looked at her and I said, ma'am, you are like right in the way. Is there any, could you move a little? Is there anywhere else you could go? And she looked at me and she goes, I'm just doing my job. I don't know what their job is because that dude that ran on the field, sign him the fuck up. He's quick. He's pacey. We could replace Zeka with him. It was it was that frustrated the shit out of me, but we got it gave me a chance to crack some good jokes. Ah man, great match, great win, love it, love getting points against a team that nobody thought we could beat. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, boys and girls, time is up. Albert Felice is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, at least with the assist.
shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool-ass people.